The FT. Large parts of Anbar, the predominantly Sunni province west of Baghdad, are in the control of the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant, with Ramadi, its capital, partly under ISIS control. But a change in strategy by Iraqi government forces backed by the U.S. may be beginning to turn the tide. I'm Fiona Simon, and on the line with me is Bozu Daragahi. Hi, Bozu. Could you tell us about this change in strategy and what's been happening on the ground in Anbar province? I'm not sure if we should call it a change of strategy, but it seems to be a far more aggressive posture towards the Anbar province. Whereas once uh, they would, in effect, cede territory to ISIS, they seem to be far more reluctant to do that. This battle for Ramadi really heated up uh, late last week as ISIS forces uh, began uh, launching attacks. In the very center of Ramadi, which is under government control, the tribes in Ramadi, many of them are very much、uh, pro-government and allied with the government. They asked for help、uh, desperately from the central government in Baghdad, and the government began to help out and try to provide reinforcements. Loads of、uh, equipment began arriving in the nearby Habaniya airbase, and they were given to tribesmen and other militias allied with the government there. And、um, it seems like there has been a real battle for keeping control of Ramadi. In addition, it seems like Iraqi forces have been moving toward certain positions that are ISIS-controlled in an attempt to cut off ISIS positions in the north of Anbar province and to the north of Anbar province from the areas they control, for example, in、uh, western Anbar province. And this. Suggests that the Iraqi government and the Iraqi armed forces are becoming a little bit more confident about taking the battle to ISIS, and there has been a real attempt to take on ISIS in its strongholds. Now, I spoke to one analyst who said that、uh, it's still a nasty, ugly stalemate throughout much of the province. There doesn't seem to be any evidence of a quick resolution coming up, but it does appear that there has been a little bit of a change in the battle momentum. In your opinion, do you think the tide is beginning to turn against ISIS in Anbar province? Up until now, the Iraqi armed forces and its allies, including the tribes, including the Shia militias, including the volunteers, have really struggled to hold territories that were already under their control. And for the last few weeks, we're seeing signs. Across multiple platforms, not just in one or two places, that the、uh, the tribes, the army, the militias are really taking the fight to the enemy, and this is pretty new. There have been changes of control over certain territories over the last six, seven months when this、um, fight really started to intensify. But for now, you see across the entire theater in Iraq, especially various examples of the government-allied forces. Giving ISIS a run for its money. How has ISIS responded to this reinvigorated Iraqi army? I've read that they've launched themselves a kind of counterinsurgency operation to take out Sunni leaders who are allied with the government. Is that right? I think this has been one of the greatest fears of ISIS. If we recall, ISIS's predecessors, specifically Al Qaeda in Iraq, 
controlled uh, large parts of Anbar and Salahuddin province until the tribes themselves, the natives of this area, rose up in what was called the Sahwa, or Awakening Movement, in 2008-2009. ISIS doesn't want a repeat of that scenario. And so they have been systematically targeting tribes uh, that were uh, key components of the Sahwa movement, and they've also been executing and targeting and assassinating key leaders in an attempt to prevent this kind of outcome from emerging. So they're very aware of it, and this is making it much tougher for the Iraqi government and allied forces, including the U.S., to take on ISIS and to resurrect this strategy of having a local people take on ISIS. Could you tell us a bit more about the sort of strategic plan that you've observed on the part of the Iraqi government? Last week, they recaptured large parts of the Baiji oil refinery in Salahuddin province. And from what I understand, there seems to be a plan to cut off key supply lines to ISIS. One of the government's uh, strategies has been to try to cut off key supply routes between various ISIS-controlled areas. So, for example, very early on in the conflict, they tried to prevent ISIS bastions to the west of the Tigris River from connecting to ISIS supporters in the east of the Tigris River in Diyala province. And they were successful at doing that. Now they're trying to take that strategy even further. For example, at this point, they've almost completely surrounded the ISIS-controlled city of Fallujah in Anbar province and cut it off from the other ISIS-controlled areas further to the west and further to the north. They're also trying to surround certain ISIS-held areas in and around Ramadi and prevent them from connecting to other parts of ISIS-controlled territories further to the west and further to the north. These areas we're talking about are largely desert, so it's rather hard to um, completely cut off certain areas. You know, you can always take a desert road, you can always go off-road and so on, but it does make it much more difficult in many ways. Iraq is a battle for a certain highway, certain key roads that are running through very sparsely populated areas. And so uh, cutting off the roads does prevent transport, uh, resupply of those areas. One final question. Do you think the fact that Chuck Hagel has stepped down and America is going to have a new defense minister, do you expect to see much change in American strategy towards ISIS as a result of that? I think that um, based on what I understand in terms of the Obama administration, they are very much uh, in favor of managing these conflicts, especially Iraq and Syria, from uh, the White House and not giving the uh, various uh, apparatuses of foreign policy a lot of leeway in terms of uh, implementing uh, strategy and implementing plans. So I think that you'll, you'll probably see a lot more closer attention by the White House to the minutiae of the conflict. It depends very much, however, on who they will appoint to the post of Secretary of Defense. Thanks very much, Bozzi. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. 
We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.